Hi, welcome to Chosen Voices, a podcast created by Chosen Vessels, Inc., seeking to encourage, equip, and empower leaders in ministry around the globe. I'm your host, Becca Baxter, and this is Chosen Voices. Today on the podcast, we have Jenny Tryon. Jenny's been participating in our pre-field training this year as she preps to head to Cambodia. She's leaving in just a few weeks, and I wanted you to hear from her so we could get a group of people rallied around her in prayer. Jenny is the sweetest, kindest soul, and I'm so excited for you to hear her story of how she's following God's call into cross-cultural service. Here's my conversation with Jenny Tryon. Jenny, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast this morning. I'd love for you to start out just kind of telling people who you are, what, where you're at in life context, and just a little bit about you. Hi. So I am Jenny Tryon. Um, I am 21 years old, currently living in Canton, Georgia, just a little north of Atlanta. And this year, for about 10 months, I will be serving as a missionary in Cambodia. Yep, that is awesome. So start us off. How did you end up going to Cambodia or getting ready to go to Cambodia? So that is actually a bit of a long story, but I'll try and keep it fairly short. Um, Nope, we've got all the time you need. (laughs) (laughs) So a couple of years ago, my mom brought me an opportunity to actually travel to Cameroon, Africa, as a homeschool tutor for a missionary family we've been supporting for about a decade now. And being the fact I was still in high school and pretty much afraid of everything, I kind of decided that it wasn't the right time. And um, so didn't go that year. My mom brought it up the next couple following years. And I was like, no, I'm not ready. Fast forward to me having graduated high school two years into um, just working to kind of support myself. And my mom brings the idea forward again. And this time I'm just like, you know what, maybe this is like, maybe my mom's persistence is actually putting me exactly where I need to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I looked into the opportunity, filled out the forms that they had, got in contact with the missionaries, and it looked like it was going to be a great fit. And then about two weeks before I was supposed to head to Pennsylvania to do training with World Team, the organization I'm going with. Um, I got a call from my, um, I don't know what you would call it, my, um, I guess my world team contact. And he told me, he's like, so your position was actually filled with another candidate. There were three candidates they were trying to decide from, uh, one for the coming semester and then one for the next year. And you were the odd man out. And I was like, wow, okay. (laughs) That was unexpected. Um, But it was like, we've got couple of, uh, of other options for you. Um, one is to go to Brazil, fill the same position, go to Philippines, um, fill the exact same position, or you can go to Cambodia. And I was thinking over all the options. And from the moment that he mentioned Cambodia was an option, it just felt right. Like, you, you know, we talk about how there's like a still small voice that God can use to direct us where where he wants us to go. Like, it's not necessarily audible, but you just know. And that was kind of what happened with me and going to Cambodia is it just, it, I knew exactly where I needed. That's where I needed to be. And everything like 
even with the pandemic going on, everything that has happened so far leading up to where I am now has happened exactly the way it needs to in really, really unexpected ways. Um, so honestly, I, I've had my doubts as to whether or not it needs to be like where it's where I need to be for the next year. But then I come back around to the fact it's like God has been sovereign enough throughout the entire process that nothing is going to dissuade his plan to this point. Yeah. That's awesome. And I will just say, getting to watch your process up close, it has been a testimony to me of God's faithfulness, just getting to watch Him be faithful to you over and over again um, with His provision. And I really, um, am, I've been encouraged by that too. So I'm so glad. It's it's definitely been a ride for sure. <laughs> so you are going for how long? I'll be there for hopefully 10 months. Um, we want to leave within the next couple of weeks, and I'll be coming back June of 2021. Yeah. Um, what does your preparation process look like? Um, obviously, there's some logistics you have to prepare for, but what's your spiritual process of preparing been like? Um, I don't want to assume, but I feel like it's been more rocky <laughs> than most <laughs> has. Um the 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 devil knows that my doubts are maybe one of my greatest weaknesses and so he's sent a lot of those my way the past couple months that have kept me honestly a little bit further away from where I wanted to be leaving on my trip but I also feel like God has strengthened me through even those temptations and even those testings and just kept me exactly where I need to be and just being willing and 100% on board with going um, because I mean, fear has played a huge factor in, in my preparation process as backwards as that sounds. Um, just like the idea of not being prepared and not being where I need to go. It's required a lot of prayer to bring me back to, no, this is, this is where you're going. This is where God is going to use you. Um, even though you don't seem prepared, um, <laughs> you're, you're going to be fine because God is, God is going to work through you in ways you're not even going to be prepared for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I think what people don't realize is that doubt and fear are really normal feelings that we all share. And so we have this um, joint feeling of or maybe not everybody struggles with that, but I would say that a lot of people do. And so to realize that people that are preparing for really awesome things that God's called them to, like going to serve cross-culturally, still battle doubt and fear, and God still swoops in and proves himself faithful and calls us to courage. Um, and so I definitely think that those things um, cause us to lean further into his righteous right hand. And I've seen that with you in the last couple of months too. Yeah. And if anything, it has been his faithfulness that has prepared me the most in realizing that even though I'm walking into a completely different situation, I'm not going to be alone Mm -hmm. as I'm moving into that. Yeah. So what have you learned about God in this process going off of that, his faithfulness? What have you learned about him that you didn't know before you started the preparation process to leave for Cambodia? Um, I think the primary thing is probably as in a backwards way just how not in control I am and how much control he has over my life. 
Mm, um, say that, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am such a control freak. Maybe it comes from being the oldest child in my family, but like control is like my thing. I have to have it. Mm. And from like back in November when they were like, yeah, this is not where you're going, um, to having to scramble to get me to training just last minute, um, to not even like being sure a couple months ago I was going to be fully funded for my trip and actually being almost there today. It, I can't like, I've tried to have so much control over everything the past couple of months. And the more I've released that control or attempted to release that, that control, the more he's taught me about his faithfulness and the fact that even when things are spiraling out of control, he's got the whole situation in hand. And I, I can't even like say enough about it, just like how mind blowing that is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably the the biggest thing I've learned and I'm still learning to this day um, with just other things that have not quite come through with regards to the trip. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we all need that word in this season of it feels like we're all very out of control um, every day. And so knowing um, and resting in the fact that God is in control, that he is all powerful and holds all authority and he will reign um, is a great comfort. It seems a little abstract um, unless it's happening in your own life. Um, But I think that's something we can all mutually understand that feeling of being out of control. Um, So Thanks for sharing that about him. Um, so today, one of the points of having you on the podcast today is I really wanted people to hear about you and your story and also how they can pray for you. So what are some things in the next couple of months that you specifically would like people to stop and pray for you for? Um, I think there are a couple of things, some that are like, that will be very helpful right now, specifically, um, my missionary family and I, um, there's, they've been in the state since March because of the pandemic. Um, we are hoping to leave within the next couple of weeks to um, actually head to Cambodia, finally. Um, but due to COVID-19, both of our, our, all of our passports are still in process, and we aren't able to get any immediate updates on them. Um, so mine has been in process for about eight weeks now. Um, and just like the the frustration is starting to boil over a little bit because we have no idea what's going on with them. And we do kind of have a timeline as to when we want to be able to get back, um, Mm -hmm. so immediate prayers for that. Um, and then just prayers that I will not necessarily kind of figure out what I'm doing because I'm probably going to hit the ground running once I get into the country, Um, but just wisdom with regards to how I need to be doing my job. Um, my primary purpose in Cambodia is going to be as a homeschool tutor, um, for three of the missionary kids out there. Um, I'll be teaching three different grades, um, some on the same level with different subjects, but some on completely different levels. Um, so just that I will have a sense of peace and organization with regards to all that, um. One thing you and I have talked a lot about, Becca, is the idea of culture shock, um, Mm -hmm. which just having talked with you, I feel a little bit more prepared to handle, but we've also discussed that no one's ever ready to handle that. (laughs) Um, And I mean, I've never left the country before, before this point, so I have no idea what to expect. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so just kind of to summarize all that, just please pray for my passport that um, all three of the passports we're waiting on will come through in time. Um, also that um, the COVID tests that we have to take before we leave the United States and once we get in Cambodia will all come back negative um, because that will factor hugely into how the, especially the next couple of weeks go. Mm-hmm. Um, just that those will come back negative, that um, I will be a heavily God-reliant homeschool tutor, especially mm-hmm. in the first couple of months. Um, and just that I will be ready and just full wholly reliant on God when it comes to dealing with the culture shock I know I'm going to go through. Yeah, we will definitely be praying for that, Jenny, for health for you and the family that you're serving with, for wisdom for all of you, um, and definitely for your process of culture shock, um, that the Lord would be kind and close to you during that process and that um, you would feel His comfort. Um, And as people, as we hear more about your story and how things are going, we will continue to update people um, on our Instagram and on our website too, um, if that's okay with you, sharing just kind of how you're doing and how they can keep praying for you. Um, So, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add before we close this off? Um, As cliche as this is going to sound, don't be afraid to follow through on something that has been a dream of yours for mm-hmm. a while. The sound it sounds very cliche and very like secular as the idea comes. But being a missionary has been an opportunity I've wanted to take on since I was about 10 or 11 and it's taken me over a decade to reach the point where I trust God enough to follow exactly where he's been leading me for so long. Mm-hmm. Um so just be constantly aware of what, where God might be leading you and constantly in prayer that you will have the courage to follow through because that's honestly the hardest part of the whole idea. Um, yeah, That's awesome. That's I think awesome. that's about it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jenny. We will be praying for you. And if you need anything, you know how to get in touch with me. Um, but we will also just be continuing to cover you in prayer over the next couple of weeks as you prepare to go um, and walk boldly in what God's called you to. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining me today, Jenny. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. I hope you loved getting to know Jenny and a little bit about her story. Over the next couple of weeks, we would love for you to keep praying for her, for God to give wisdom and clarity and peace as she prepares to go, and also that all the logistics that are necessary would fall into place. Um, it has been really neat watching Jenny's preparation up close, um, and I'm so excited about what God is doing in her and will do through her in Cambodia. If you're interested in our pre-field training, our member care, or our missions debrief sessions, you can find out more about those at chosenvesselsonline.org backslash resources. Um, I would love to connect with you and see if there's any way that we can help um, you as you're preparing for your cross-cultural service. If you have an extra second, could you head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show? It really helps us out a lot in the grand scheme of things. If you need anything or you want to connect, you can find us at chosenvesselsonline.org or on Instagram or Facebook to keep up with what's happening at CV. 